0: Hey, Santa, you could win in Apco's Cash for Chrissy competition. That's right, Apco Joe. There's 1K to brighten your day. And 1K to give away to a mate for Christmas. Apco's Cash for Chrissy. On now at Apco.
2: (laughs) Kimpy, while we've um, got a little bit of time here, I want to play you something, mate, because I thought about you a lot yesterday. And not like Joe thinks about you. Not like watching the front door in case you're going to knock it down and come see him. I was thinking about you and the things you said about refereeing biases, and it's less about the warriors and it's more about that kind of innate. This has happened so many times, and it is just—it's so subconscious and it's so entrenched in the competition. And then I heard Graham Annesley, the uh, boss of the rugby, like the rugby league, sorry, the boss of the actual game, Um, not the CEO, but the actual on-field product. And he fronts a press conference after each round, and he does a really good job being pretty transparent. I thought it was interesting he only spoke about the Fenua Blake strip in one other instance, the Crichton one. He didn't look at the Reese walsh try or the try to uh, um, name escapes me over on the right side where it was stripped down. He didn't talk about the James Tedesco... uh, well, a cynical foul. He probably should have had ten in the bin. So he kind of skimmed over it, which tells me that the Warriors didn't push very hard at all. Which is fine. They didn't. They said that they weren't. They were going to look at it, and they obviously chosen to not and move on. But this was Graham Ennisley talking about all teams and the murmurings, including us, about biases for less high profile or less glamour clubs. And Graham Mannersley well, he's absolutely drawn his line in the sand and said that it doesn't exist. This is what he had to say, which I found fascinating.
1: There's been a number of comments made publicly, uh, in some cases after games uh, by coaches, in some cases in the media, uh, about teams at the bottom end of the ladder not getting the so-called 50-50 decisions. And, you know, I guess we see decisions like that, which, you know, in my view falls into that category of uh, a very close decision. And when people say 50-50 decisions, um, when they complain about it, they generally mean that they don't think it was a 50-50 decision at all. They think it was more like 51-49 in their favour and they should have got the call. But I, I just wanted to be very clear here that the process that the match officials go through, whether it be the bunker or the referees on the field, in making any decision is based entirely on what they see, not on going through a thought process of where does this comp- where does this team sit on the ladder, uh, are they one of the high profile teams or, or one of the so-called teams that are, you know, don't have the same profile, uh, how many times have I given a close call to one team as opposed to the other in this game, uh, th- there's no such thought process. That uh, I mean, these guys are making decisions. Even in the bunker, when they're watching replays, their total concentration is on what's actually happening on the video that they're looking at at that time. And the referees, when they're making calls, they're just seeing something and they're reacting instantly.
2: And... In there was Graham Annersley putting cold water on the fact that any team Kempe could be getting refed yeah, uh, unfairly by the state or the profile of their club, which I found very interesting and maybe completely missed the point, missing the point.
0: Uh, that last bit, <coughs> excuse me, that last bit, um, he sounded a lot like Jeff Toovey, you know, saying that, you know, they just don't do that. They don't look at – the well, my, my point is if they're going through it so many times and they continue to get it wrong, then, then sack them. Like, I, I, I too was thinking about this yesterday because, you know, the phone call that we got and saying, you know, you just got to get on with it. Yeah, you do have to get on with it. Let's have a look at statistically getting on with it. They've had 13 coaches the Warriors in the last 27 years. That's an average of 2.076 years as a coach. So you're basically saying every two years we're changing the coach. What does that mean? Well, we're changing the players. So you look at your recruitment. So we've been going on about that. What happens to your, your CEO? Well, he gets punted every three or four years as well because he's going through two coaches every four years. You know what I mean? The, what I'm saying is that it has such a, a massive effect on the Warriors that you're making all these, um, let's, let's not call them decisions, let's call them appointments that make these decisions. Well, guess what happens to the Warriors? Because they continually get beaten by a small margin and sometimes they're basing it on decisions by referees, you keep sacking your coach. What does that mean? Well, you get a new coach comes in and he has to change the roster because he's got a new culture. And I think people are missing the point. You know, the the point is the pressure goes on the Warriors if they aren't um, performing week in, week out and getting those close games.
2: I can understand I can understand a ref getting it wrong out on the field that you know things happen at a rate of knots things happens really quick but when you've got a camera when you've got a camera that you can slow down you can get your different angles you can you can you know, ask for different point of views you can ha- you know everything's happening very slow in front of you and you're still making the wrong call that's what I can't understand you've got slow footage you can slow everything down you can get replays you can't replay a game out there in the ref when you're referring and trying to make a call so i understand mistakes there but other than that there is no excuse
0: and there what it is and no what excuse. i'm saying with that too is like if you're if you're getting those decisions and, and not getting them um in the right way as he and you've got so many eyes on them then you've got the wrong people you know what i mean when you've got a majority you shouldn't be saying oh it's a 50 not 51 49 percent cool it's more around your people are making the wrong decisions, so you've got the wrong people.
2: Yeah, love it, Kimpy. Yeah. And, and the other it's po- it, it, gutless from Graham Ansley. Well, the I other was said, point was so. I thought that the whole point is it's subconscious, so it's not actually in the decision making. It's innate, and they don't know they're doing it, and they think that's what the fans are saying. It's happened so many times that this has just become what happens and it's not actually even about the decision making and I think he didn't touch on that and he kind of dismissed it which I found really interesting we've got a fire alarm going off in the building this morning which is um, just symptomatic of the morning we're having so far (laughs) hopefully it's just a false alarm and uh, something's, a cat has jumped on the um, fire switch and we can get back on here very shortly. We're going to head off to the news with Araha for Kubota. Together we're shaping and building New Zealand. Couldn't find a stranger morning around here this morning. Up bar six, back in a minute.
0: For logbook servicing
2: you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at com.